This is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team. Hi, I'm Katie Baker, an Industry Relationships Consultant here with USQ, and I'm here to help connect our students with opportunities in industry. Here on Career Insights, we bring you all the hot tips on careers and employability and help you realise your career goals. Each week, you'll hear from industry professionals, experts and USQ alumni. We're here to help you have those career conversations, break down barriers, and help you become the most most employable you can be. Today we'll be chatting about heading regional, rural, and remote. All that and more coming up on Career Insights. Today my guests are Julia Spicer, who calls Gundawindi home and is Director of Engage and Creating Consulting, and Liz Bailey, Principal at a Primary School. Hi Katie. Hi Katie. So you're both from rural backgrounds. You've spent some time in the cities and headed back out bush. Um, so, Liz, how would you classify out bush? It's that uh, beauty beyond the bush. It's beyond the ranges. It's certainly somewhere that takes longer than a cup of coffee uh, to go cold. And if you're talking to my late father, it'd be more than a six pack for a drive. I'm also from out bush, not quite as far out as you. What um, What are some of the benefits of going out bush? Do you think? So uh, working in education, you have this amazing opportunity, and I think this goes across a lot of sectors. You have um, the ability to have a wide range of experiences that you wouldn't necessarily have in your more urban settings. You would have um, opportunities that are broad, but also opportunities to step up. If you're interested in promotional trail or if you're looking for opportunities to get experience to then bring back to urban settings, that may help you in the long run to get job opportunities or promotions. And Julia, you're in Gundawindi and you work with regional businesses. What are some of the better, all the struggles that businesses find bringing in graduates or people coming to you out there? Thanks, Katie. So, so I do think that there is a struggle at the moment to encourage people to head regionally, and and maybe that's because we all haven't had a we all haven't done a good job of having a conversation about it. So maybe there's some assumptions that get made on both sides, both from uh, those students who are looking for work and equally the people that are looking to employ and having a good understanding of what it is that they actually want in a new employee. Um, I echo Liz's comments around what are some of the benefits, um, but if we can just talk about some of the things that we sometimes see as a challenge is, is one, people not understanding that there are really good paid uh, jobs available in regional areas. So. What I see working across the various councils and small businesses that I engage with is there's absolutely uh, opportunities for anybody in a health service background. So I'm talking physios, dentists, uh, doctors, nurses, anybody in uh, with a health uh, background. Those jobs are absolutely always available in regional areas and being able to tap into uh, new graduates or people who are finishing a degree in any of those kind of areas, uh, that, that's an area where, where lots of places are always looking for people. And similarly in engineering, so not just necessarily as a, as a private engineering business, but equally uh, on council, uh, in some of the bigger organisations like that, there's often, um, when I talk to councils particularly, that's another area where they're always looking for new graduates is in that kind of engineering uh, and in that road and uh, transport kind of department. In regards to those councils and that, students may be 
not sure if they can have the money as a new graduate to move out there. Are there some cost benefits that councils and that will move with relocation costs and things like that? Uh, so, Katie, I, I don't know would be the short answer, uh, but it's a conversation that is worth having with the with wherever any employer that you're looking at uh, wanting to engage with. Uh, that's, that's a really valid conversation to be able to have. Um, in some cases, uh, there are, you know, there's opportunities for maybe lower rentals or cheaper rentals or a salary, uh, you know, a, a shared cost to renting. But equally, I think we need to be really conscious about what are the actual costs of living regionally. And elements of it may be higher, uh, but equally, I think, you know, part of a really good conversation would actually be what does it cost to live regionally? I lived in Brisbane for a long time uh, and I now live in, in Gundawindi and I've lived in lots of different places across regional Queensland. I think we forget sometimes it's actually not as expensive to live regionally as we might believe. And, and there's a whole lot of benefits that come from living regionally as well in terms of uh, cost and efficiencies and things like that. Um, Liz, what about you sort of in that education sector and you may be able to talk to that a little bit? Yes, Katie. The um, uh, living remotely uh, does come with some benefits. Uh, financially, you do have lower t um, rental uh, opportunities. You also have in education, whether it's with CathEd or uh, Education Queensland, uh, the opportunity for relocation costs to be covered depending on the location that you're heading to. So they'll organise that for you um, in government sectors and that's not just education. They know that that's available in some health and uh, QPS, um, Queensland Police. So uh, there's that. And also you have the opportunity to um, either live in shared housing or um, independent housing that is government um, supplied. So therefore it has cheaper rent, um, very minimal and also uh, a really high quality standard of living. So in particular air conditioning, which is vital in lots of those parts of Queensland. Um, so there's that. But also uh, I'd like to talk about incentives. Uh, you've got tax brackets um, that apply for different areas of regions in Queensland. So you actually um, will actually gain a greater tax uh, rebate, but also um, some government agencies give incentives. So there is actually regional and remote uh, uh, teaching incentives that go on to your salary each fortnight that um, you actually gain just by living in those and teaching in those regional and remote parts of Queensland. Uh, lastly, around the financial side of things um, is that there are some uh, financial support for students who are looking to go and do a practicum, uh, uh, practical experience in regional and remote parts of Queensland. So whether that's helping them with their transportation to access uh, the location and arrive safely or it might be around the accommodation. Um, so it's not a, a like a salary, but it's certainly assisting um, the students to head out on their pracs to Beyond the Ranges. So that's actually what it's called. It's Beyond the Ranges and helps those students go out and try prax. So what I want to have a chat to about now, obviously people, if they're heading out west, um, may not know anyone, so they're turning up into these communities where they don't know anyone. What can they do to become part of that community so they don't feel so isolated and things like that? Julia, I might start with you first. Sure thing. So I guess one of the, one of the myths or one of the things to be really clear of is for lots of us that might be living in the community that, that this this new uni graduate is moving to, um, I think I think the first thing is to realise that lots of us moved here as well. Uh, 
whilst we might have all grown up in regional settings, chances are we didn't actually grow up in the town that we are currently now living in. So I'm really conscious when I come across people who have said that they've just moved to Gundawindi to be able to have a talk to them about it because I know what it was like when I moved here 10 or 11 years ago. Um, so, so I guess the first thing is that there's lots of us who have migrated to a regional centre or to a small bush town and so so we know what it's like. Um, and, and so one of the things is um, we often will joke about how, um, how every community group or sports club or whatever it might be, not-for-profit community organisation will come out of the woodwork and want to befriend you in the first few days because they're desperately looking for committee members, more volunteers, more people, more whatever. So actually, if you're really interested in a particular sport or a particular community thing, chances are there's, an, there's a small club in the town that you've moved to who would welcome you with open arms. So part of it is having a talk to the oldies at the Visitor Information Centre or talking to the community development officer at the council um, because they will know what's happening in town and they will absolutely want you to be part of it because uh, in my experience when I have rocked up new in a country town whether that was Mitchell or Gundawindi or St George or wherever uh, people are really keen for me to have a good experience and want to stay living there uh, and so so yeah I think there'll be lots of really great ways that people can uh, make the most of it but part of that is putting yourself out of your comfort zone and and introducing yourself to people and letting them know that you're new to town liz can you add to that absolutely my uh my tip would be say yes say yes to everything say yes to going to the camp draft and seeing what a camp draft is say yes to the rodeo in the town next door say yes to the barbecue with them welcoming their CEO or celebrating their somebody's 50th. If you get invited, say yes and go along and at least try everything out at least once so that you can say, I once had a go at going to a camp draft and buy a sandwich, have a burger, have a, a drink, uh, whether it's a soft drink or a beer at the bar. Nobody's asking you to get out there on a horse and, and, and participate, but certainly try something and say yes um, to everything. My, my next thing would be uh, to add uh, to Julia, and that is um, when you first arrive in a new community and you don't have any contacts or networks and you're looking and you might be a person who needs that to feel um, connected and to feel uh, a part of the community, join Apex, join the Lions, join the CWA, uh, give it 12 months and make some connections and networks through those or join the local Chamber of Commerce and attend their meeting or the social event. Um, a lot of communities in Longreach in particular and Emerald will have um, uh, meet and greet uh, opportunities at the beginning of the year, uh, particularly in those locations where, uh, you know, like Roma, Longreach, Emerald, they'll have um, large contingencies of government employees, new ones that start every um, start of every calendar year. And they often will have events that will bring everybody together and certainly literally call it a meet and greet. And there's an opportunity there to say yes and head along to the barbecue or head along to whatever event it is. And, um, and I guess, uh, as Julia said, you know, uh, maybe step out of your comfort zone, put your hand out, have a firm handshake, introduce yourself, don't stand back and wait for other people to come and introduce you. Obviously, you're going out there to have a new experience. You're going out there to um, expand your experiences in your career, but also um, in your network of people. And I can guarantee you, even the three of us sitting, um, having this panel today, 
we are all connected through our work that we met in regional Queensland and uh, many years later we're still connected and we're still able to use those networks to continue furthering our career and or social lives. So the people you meet in the bush will often become lifelong friends um, that you'll continue to tap into at different times throughout your life. So that's uh, certainly say yes and um, and join those groups that are available. Um, then, then you can build your network and get into clubs and sports and things like that. And that's, I know when I went out west, that's how you do it and that's how you meet the people that you meet. So we've talked about the upsides and that's really what we want to focus on. But are there a couple of downsides to be wary of in that small community? So um, Liz, I know you've got a good story, so I might let you start with yeah. that one. Look, I'll start out by saying um, when you live in uh, rural and remote Queensland uh, or Australia for that matter, uh, and certainly the recent months have highlighted this, uh, you are going to experience the, um, as Dorothy McCullough um, beautifully said, the beauty of the bush is so vast. So you will experience drought, you'll experience floods, you'll experience dust storms like you've never seen, um, where you can't see your hand in front of your face. Um, but if you go into that knowing that you're going to experience the beauty of the bush, um, you will uh, definitely get an appreciation for how vast and different our beautiful land is. Um, so just be prepared to, if you're heading out for the weekend, if you're heading to the next town for the local races and uh, dressing up with your mates and heading out there, make sure you lock up your house nice and tight. Uh, and I don't mean for the fact that there might be people going through your house. I mean to keep the dust out or to keep the storm out. Um, so don't come home and leave footprints in your, in your carpet with, um, with dirt. So that's my first tip. Lock up nice and tight. And if you're going away for a long period, like a holiday, cover your, 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 you know, your couches and your electrical things like TVs with uh, sheets um, because it's easier to wash sheets than it is to get dust out of a couch. Um, my other cool tip would be to box your clothes in. And you might be like, what are you talking about? Uh, but boxing your clothes is a really good tip that was given to me many years ago and I think it would have been handed down to the DG who shared it with, um, with myself. And that is that you put your smalls, so I'm talking about your underwear, um, box it in on the inside lines of the clothesline when you do your washing and, box, and then you um, put the other clothes and towels and, and sheets around the outside. Why? Because you live in a really small community and your clothesline is very visible to the rest of the community. And so they'll know when you're home and they'll know when you've been doing your washing and uh, boxing your smalls in is what we call it, box your clothes in. Uh, just gives you that little bit of uh, privacy uh, when you're in such a high-profile job, in particular in education. You might be the only principal or the only teacher. So it just gives you that little bit of <laughs> privacy, uh, a little tip there. And uh, learn how to change a tyre of a car is really important. Um, learn how to know how to put a car into four-wheel drive. Um, I know that lots of uh, agencies, government agencies, will put you through a driving uh, training course uh, so that you are able to change a tyre if you are stuck on the side of the road and that you are able to um, get yourself, you know, into full drive if you need to. Certainly some good advice there and, you know, to watch out for those downsides. Julia, did you have anything to add there? I feel that I've been pretty fortunate uh, with the roles that I've had in regional areas. Probably the only downside um, was in one of the communities I lived in, I was probably the only female in my age bracket. It was a, It was more of a um, community where a lot of people worked for the coal seam gas company. So they were all on sort of a two-week uh, rotation in terms of um, moving in and out and going back to work. And 
So, you know, that was um, maybe the downside sometimes. It was it was a small community, though. There was only about 600 of us in town. So um, I had people there that I knew from boarding school days, so I knew people when I got there, but I was probably the only... Um, only female in my age bracket that sort of wasn't didn't have family or didn't have kids or you know so that was a bit of a challenge at some time but I think for me the opportunities that I have had regionally far outweigh any of the downsides and I guess one of the other things just to swing back to one of our earlier conversations is I also with any of my jobs I've had regionally was had a really great salary package so not only the pay, but also access to a vehicle, access to phone, access to different equipment. So that certainly for me, when I was starting out, was really useful, really handy for me not to have to worry about having my own vehicle because I could actually use one from work. And people did that as part of the perks because they were really keen for me to take the role on. So certainly upsides um, for me outweighed any of the challenges. Which is great to hear. And I think, as you just said, you've worked in a community where there was only you and your age bracket. Liz, you talked about learning to change a tyre, things like that. So I would think that being out west actually builds up your resilience a lot more um, because you do have these different challenges thrown at you that you just have to get on with it and um, find ways around to to fit in and learn how to change a tyre and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Katie, I um I do I do go to events and things in Brisbane and talk with other people about their experiences and I think often regionally and rurally we take our diversity of experiences for granted. I have a pretty eclectic work background and that is because I have had to, as Lou said, you've got to bounce in and you you get to do things that other people wouldn't normally do because you're the only one there sometimes. So I think if people are looking in their first few years of being out of uni to get some really great broad experience across a whole range of areas, you will not get that in the city or in some of our larger centres. You will absolutely get that regionally. And to add to that, you then have more of an opportunity to boomerang back to more urban centres and you're far more employable because you have this wide range of either professional development or training or experiences where you've acted up or you've had... um, just simply that exposure to such more opportunities that you couldn't get in a more competitive area like urban, you know, centres like Brisbane and Toowoomba. So I think definitely give it a go. Say yes, go for practice, give it a trial, head out west um, or remote and uh, get beyond the ranges. need to finish up shortly. But what I wanted to ask is, Julia, what made you go out there and then stay? You're obviously from the bush, you trialled, you've been in the city and then you've headed back out. What's, what's kept you out there? Uh, so the reason I will live and work regionally is I want to be able to make a difference and I want to see that my work is creating impact in my community and I can see that. I have access to decision makers and people in a regional centre that I wouldn't have if I was in Brisbane. I can run into the mayor of Gundawindi at the coffee shop and hit him up about what I think needs to be happening. Chances of that happening in the middle of Brisbane or Sydney or Toowoomba for that matter are pretty slim. So. For me and what I want to achieve in my life and how I want to contribute, I see that there's much greater opportunity for me to move the needle uh, when I'm based regionally and working with regional businesses and community groups. Uh, Liz? 
Yeah, thanks, Katie. Look, uh, two points that I'd like to finish up on, and that is that um, in education, um, where there's people, there's schools. Uh, so there's all over Queensland and Australia opportunities for teachers and uh, educators to uh, head to beautiful parts of the world. Um, the less populated parts of the world are beautiful and have opportunities for graduates. And I think that you just need to remember heading out out there that you're employed not to change the community, but rather leave it in a better way than you found it. So it's not about going in and and making changes because often the community is well and has been there long, obviously, time before you. And your job is to go in and to value add uh, so that you leave it better than you found it. Uh, I guess the last bit that I'd really like to say, and this applies whether you're in um, urban or rural and remote or regional Queensland, and that is you put in, you get out what you put in. So if you say yes and you put in and you go to things and you give it a go, you'll get a lot out of it. And I think that applies to any time, length of time that you are going to spend in regional or rural parts of uh, Queensland. And what advice, um, I'll start with you, Julia, what advice for anyone heading out there would you give? Go, <laughs> do it, uh, do it and ask, ask questions, ask for help, introduce yourself, get amongst it. Liz? Yep, firm handshake and say yes. There you go. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you again to Julia Spicer from Engage and Create Consulting and Liz Bailey, the principal. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland and is produced by USQ creative arts student Byron Quayle. Until next week, bye.